0: okay hi hi
1: (laughs) you are listening to indie radio where we do content the indie way Hello, and welcome to an all new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am your host, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California. And I'm so happy to be with you here on this last day of March. Uh, this is our uh, second episode on our new night, which is uh, now Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. And I'm so happy to be here with you today. We have a terrific episode plan for you so uh, um, hopefully my co-host will be able to join she's having some issues I don't know today's is issue day but uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna make it happen we're gonna make it work so uh, let's um, introduce our panel and uh, this topic is something I've been wanting to talk about for a while normally we talk about relationships and that kind of thing but um, I've always wanted to do a show on a very interesting topic which is twins. And we have two sets of identical twins. Hopefully um, one of our uh, other identical twin will be able to join us um, soon. Uh, But let me start off with uh, the lady on the bottom of our screen. Uh, We have Miss Dana Keel. How are you doing, Dana?
2: I'm good, I'm good. So good to be here. Can everybody hear me okay?
1: Yes, you sound great.
2: All right, awesome. So okay. yeah, glad to be here. And tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, okay. Uh, so I'm Dana Keel. I am a twin. Uh, we'll start there. Um, I am a comedian and voiceover artist living here in Los Angeles and um, Um, I've been here in LA for a while. My sister lives in New York. I think I got here in 97. So I guess 20, almost 25 years. And she's been in New York. Like we're opposite coast. Like I think people always like, like, do you miss each other? And I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. I think it might've been a perfect thing uh, being opposite coast. Like sometimes, I don't know, you know, that's a, uh, uh, but we're, but I came out to Los Angeles to actually work in film and television and did not realize that I would eventually. Uh, be back to my first dreams of being uh, on camera doing comedy. So that's what I do, and um, and then doing voiceovers a bonus. But I've been a math teacher. I've taught chess. I've done. I've worked production. I've worked uh, so many areas um, in entertainment, and then you know, done everything to. know to work kind of these other areas and all of it has been extremely rewarding my sister who is not here and hopefully she'll be here soon is actually caught in an emergency at the hospital she's a doctor um and she's been an, an anesthesiologist for quite some time um and we were living in dc together and at one point she wanted to further her career by moving to new york and i wanted to have a career so i came to california um, and that's, and I have, we both have one son. I have an amazing son who had to graduate during the foolish panorama, uh, last year. Um, and I say foolish, I take out all, all of this very seriously, but it was, you know, it was rough to have been so built up about your child graduating from high school, um, and the ceremony and the pomp and circumstance you look forward to for all those years. And then we get to the, you know, the, the big day and, it's we're watching a screen, um, but I'm very proud of my son and he's in his first year of college. So excited and so grateful, you know. And that's it about me. All right,
1: all right, all right. So, uh, thank you so much for being here, and uh, hopefully, every all is well with your sister and your sister's name, Donna.
3: Mm-mm.
1: Donna, all right. So, our next young ladies, um, it's funny talking about connections. Not only are you guys that twins, but Uh, You guys were were born in D.C., but I'll let you guys tell uh, your story. Um, I would like for you ladies to introduce yourselves.
0: Hello, I'm Renee. I'm Michelle. (laughs) And we were born in D.C., but we grew up in Montgomery County, Maryland. Uh, So we've been in Maryland most of our lives. And uh, it's funny now, we live in the same building, just a different floor. So we're still close, but still kind of (laughs) apart. And I'm a um, proposal coordinator, writer, edit- editor, and uh, artist. I designed the, the earrings we're wearing. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, so that's me. And we play tennis, we're avid tennis players. So we uh, play tennis and coach tennis. Love tennis. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm a senior executive coordinator for a utility company in D.C., and outside of that, I'm an artist, author, tennis player, and as Renee said, tennis coach. Um, so that's, oh, and I have a, a 22-year-old son and a 20-year-old daughter. And that's us. All for right. now.
1: Awesome, <laughs> awesome. So the way that we love, the way I love to do these shows, I always like to start from the beginning. And um, I think a good way to start off at the beginning, um, is uh, I'm gonna share. I'm gonna share a picture with the audience, and then I'm gonna ask you guys, uh, what do you, what do you think when you see this I'm photo? Really I mean, so it's your photo. Yeah. So, uh, can you guys hear me over? Yes.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, we'll start off with you, Dana. Okay. Uh, so this photo <laughs> right here. Um, uh, what do you think when you when you see this photo and uh, tell us uh, who is who? Okay, I'm thinking, ooh, same forehead.
2: No, I'm teasing. Um, so um, who's who? So um, I'm always like, when I'm looking at this, and you guys, it looks like she's coming in. Um, I got the link. So prayerfully, uh, my twin sister will be here soon. So okay. um, whenever we're looking at these things, okay, my right, um, the one with the slightly larger smile or bigger smile is me. Um, as a kid, the way that um, we could tell ours—well, of course we could tell ourselves apart. Our twins know this because we're twins. But the way that other people could tell us apart was that my face was a slightly uh, like wider, like a, kind of a little more square, and her mm-hmm. face was slightly more oval. And for one reason or another, in most of our pictures in childhood, from very early, I always smiled a little bit bigger. And here she is, and she smiled you know, a little bit more shyly, but, you know, you know, beautiful nonetheless, but just a slightly shyer smile. And also you can and you can see it, although this is an old photo, like my skin color is a hair browner. And I don't know, even though you can, to me, you can, even though it's an older photo, you can appreciate, um, and you can appreciate the lighting. I think you can appreciate that there's a little more, you know, we're both Brown, obviously. Um, it's not that, you know, it's not drastic, but I think you can see that, um, I'm a little browner, uh, is a little wider and smile. I don't know for some reason, characteristically on pictures, and it was something that everybody always brought to our attention. Uh, my smile just always came out a little bit wider. And so if you can see that, on I'm, I'm on my right, and Donna, here she is, is on your left.
1: All right, all right. So uh, um, how are you doing, Donna? I'm Ken hey. We haven't had a chance to uh, meet Hi. yet uh, in the pre-chat, but um, just tell us real quickly a little bit about yourself.
2: Oh wow! Um, so I'm Donna. Dana is my sister. or I'm Lester. Um, I I apologize. I'm just I'm a, at work, uh, and I thought sometimes things are quiet, so I kind of expected quiet. Um, I'm a practicing anesthesiologist in Harlem, in New York. I have a 19-year-old. Um, uh, finished just finished every teacher training. Um, I'm very excited about that, and uh, just. Uh, living a best life in pandemic <laughs> <laughs> I don't. What, what else should i say I, I feel like um like we were born in
1: some that, was that was perfect that okay. was perfect that was awesome, <laughs> awesome. um and, uh, and uh, one thing we were doing is since we're talking we're starting off with kind of you guys origin uh i sh- i shared the picture with the, this picture with the audience and i asked your sister uh, what does she think when she sees this picture? Oh, you know, and I didn't even really answer the
2: question very well. I just explained who we were. Um, what did I think? Oh, and we didn't say it. Um, a couple of more things. We were born in Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, we, and I did mention where we live now, but we were born in Huntsville, Alabama, and we actually moved to New Orleans when we were 12. And then the splits eventually came um, in terms of schooling. She stayed in New Orleans and, um, and she'll you know, probably talk more about that. I went on to Tuskegee, we both HBC graduates, but we took these different paths. I just always think back whenever I see that photo because I keep it like I'll throw it on social media. I just always think about being little girls and those were Easter outfits. And I think about, like, you know, the importance of Easter. Like, like we grew up, we're Gen Xers, so we grew up in the 70s. And so Easter was a very big deal in terms of, um, you know, getting dressed for. And so uh, Olin Mills was the portrait photographer of the day. Like, that was the big deal. Like, every everybody who grew up in that time, you know, you'll see a little Olin Mills in the corner. I mean, and obviously also, and even at that time, your department stores, like your Sears and Penny's also did portraits. And so portrait studios and department stores were huge, but my, if my memory serves at all, that is an Olin Mills photo. Um, and they were, like I said, a huge name at that time. And so I just think back to a simpler time. I think back to being in Huntsville, Alabama. I think back to how proud um, dresses, cause we have those and we also have um, dresses with like a yellow coat that my mother actually made on the sewing machine the next year. But like, I always think about the style and I just think about those little dresses and, you know, and also tights. You can't see it. In some pictures we stand up and we're holding hands, but like the importance of what our tights, our little tights, I think we're about four in that picture. Um, and I think about what our little tights looked like and how important it was, the little like booty shoes and all that, you know? So I just think about a, a simpler time. Um, and I, like I said, I'm always taken back to being in Huntsville, Alabama. And I I always am taken back to, taken, taken back rather to, not necessarily that we took that picture, but I remember, uh, I have a vague memory of that of that particular Easter Sunday when we wore those outfits. So I think about getting dressed for church because anybody knows getting dressed for Easter Sunday in a black household, you know, hot comb, getting the hair done, the ribbons, <laughs> everything had to be right. And so I just think back to all of that.
1: What about you, Donna? What do you think? See
2: that photo? Um, A lot of the same stuff, particularly sort of the pride in the idea that our mother would the next year make us dresses. You know, sort of um, uh, that would imitate this bought item, um, and and how amazing she is and she was. Um, I definitely meditate on Easter and the importance of it. Um, I do sort of sometimes like, why don't you fully smile? Either you're caught off guard or you're shy. I don't know which it is. But for like Dana said, for most pictures, either I'm just on a on a little bit of a delay, or um, I don't quite have like that fully expressed smile, um, and so I, I do kind of feel like, what were you thinking? Um, but um, but I it, it does all it calls back all of the things honestly that that Dana said the simple time and I it, it sometimes my mind really goes far I think about my, my son's upbringing because I think about Easter Sunday and making Easter speeches and how important that was in our own tradition of becoming confident speakers and and phonics and diction and all that stuff and because in the world I live in and work in now, you know, how you speak your diction, being able to present present patients in a concise and meaningful fashion to convey information, um, is is a skill that I have to lean on a lot and I really do feel like those early moments drawing you know, I know my again my mind leaves big stories and long videos from things. Um, it's, it's how important it has always been to me. But I feel like that beginning of that tradition of of, of Easter speeches and standing in front of church and community, being people showing open pride and glee about who we were. Uh oh.
1: Uh oh. Oh, we lost her. Uh-oh, hopefully, Uh-oh. she'll be back. Oh, no. Yeah, we'll, we'll get her back. All right. So, uh, Renee and Michelle, uh, when I yeah. share this, <gasps> what do you guys, uh, what are uh, some are <laughs>
0: We are so cute. Yes. So I, I'll say uh, that may have been one of the road trips we took with our mom and dad to either a bowling tournament or somewhere. Um, and on the picture, I'm the one on the left talking, probably. So I'm probably telling Renee what to do. Probably because I'm the oldest. So yeah, she's two minutes old. Yeah. <laughs> she's the boss. And looks like Renee's smiling, like, okay i'm listening but not listening <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny we're mirror twins so i'm left handed michelle's right-handed and in the picture oh, wow. the, whatever we're holding in the hands that we yeah. are so so yeah which was interesting i didn't even notice it did though yeah we're probably having one of our twin talks mm-hmm. we have our own twin language and mm-hmm. nobody can understand but us <laughs> <laughs>
1: Interesting. It's interesting you say that because uh uh well anyway, I won't I won't even uh, <laughs> but uh you'll it'll, it'll make sense later in the show. Um and uh, Donna and Dana, um who which one are which one is the oldest and by how long? Donna's um, the oldest
2: I'm the oldest by seven seven
1: and, seven and a half seven minutes. minutes. Seven and a half minutes. <laughs> okay and your name Michelle. Uh you said that Michelle is <laughs> the oldest. Yeah, I'm older by two. <laughs> Wow. Now, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad we're bringing this up, and I've talked to Renee about this. Um, <laughs> that two minutes is a big deal, right?
0: It
1: is uh, to her. Right. Uh, said, <laughs> this is a yeah. It's a big deal. So you're Seven clearly, you're, you're clearly <laughs> the bigger sister, right? <laughs> but I'm talking about the big sister, right? Um, of course. The, uh, oh. So. I wanna ask both of you guys this question, both sets. Do you feel <laughs> like do you feel like um, the fact that this is for Donna and Michelle, that mm-hmm. because you are the older sister, even though it's you know seven and two minutes, that do you do you feel like that's really shaped who you are, the fact that you do have that, you know, those couple of minutes on your sister, like or do you feel like that's just just by chance happenstance? Do you feel like a great? No, it matters,
0: But I, I make sure I always remind her that I'm two minutes older, so she knows she remembers when it's important, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody
1: knows.
3: So
1: mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> know
3: we uh, lost. We lost
2: her. Hopefully, she's I know that the reception has never been great there. Like even when she's on the phone, you think it's so funny how you know cell phone technology works. I know she's at work, but like for years, we would think that things would get better. But I know we've always had trouble with certain spots. There she is on the phone. All right, Keel. I apologize because I'm I'm at work and um, we don't have the best uh, Wi-Fi here. And it like there's sometimes there are spots that work really well, and suddenly that same spot that worked really well. Mm-hmm. So um, I thought I was kind of, you know, in a good um, to try and answer the question. Um, I feel like for us, I feel like it's kind of always been dynamic. Like I I've, I feel like there are times where I sort of feel like I am the older sister. Um, and then there are other times where I feel like, you know, it shifts and changes, you, you know, I feel like the seven minutes, oh. um, it kind of makes a difference because part of in fact, even tonight where I'm working, I'm actually covering the anesthesia for labor and delivery. So mm-hmm. I see kids get born. and I see twins and I see triplets, I think is, I don't think I've seen more than triplets yet. Um, but I, you know, but I pay attention to that birth order because I think it does make a difference. So I feel like there's a sense of sometimes olderliness at times with certain things, but it's mm-hmm. not, it's it's never felt pervasive to me. Like it's yeah. It's, it's I don't I don't think it's ever felt pervasive. I mean, yeah, it, it has long passes where I feel like yes, I'm the olderly kind of sister. But I don't know that even Dana pays me pays me any mind or receives me that way. Either you know, like it's like it's a, it's being a big sister is like a two way street. Like I could be big sister, but I could be big sister and someone who's not little sister. So if right. so, it you know, so it could be me in mine mind as opposed to. That you know, because I you know, and but people might like, put that energy on us, and sometimes, again, sometimes it it, it may fit. and other uh uh oh, uh oh, that
1: that monsters coming
2: That is all right. So hopefully, um, I'll uh-huh. I'll I'll try to help. Um, I think <laughs> it, was, it was always kind of dynamic. Uh, like she said, I agree. Uh oh, uh oh. Is everybody still here? Uh, <laughs> oh no, no, you're, still, here. Still you're still okay. here I was just, wait, <laughs> I only see my. Right. Just going to a close up. OK, right, right, right. Uh, so I think it was always dynamic because um, interestingly enough, we were born um, quite some time ago um, in a beautiful time where there were no ultrasounds. And my mother was not 100 percent sure that she was having twins. Um, I think by the grace of God, um, someone had some idea that there may be something up. But when, so when we came into the world, I was physically bigger. We were both, um, and twins typically carry eight months, not always a full nine. And so when we came into the world, we came in at four pounds. Uh, Donna came in at four pounds, three ounces. I came in at four pounds, 11. And so I got to come home from the hospital. Um, her, you know, physically, from the beginning, there was a, a concern about frailty um, and things like that. And even when we were children, there seemed to be, you know, if we got sick, she was always sick for longer. You know what I'm saying, and you know, all these things, and so to the, the the state of it being dynamic, I think it ended up having a lot to do with me being a more gregarious, outgoing personality. Um, you know, for, for different reasons, and like I said, I think there's a dynamic that happens um, in the world of siblings when we're worried about when when we when the start seems precarious for one. And my grandmother, um, our mother, nor our grandmother. And When I say my grandmother, I'm speaking. Actually, both grandmothers are gone, but speaking in this moment about my father's mother, I would hear her sometimes when we were young enough and I was, you know, present enough to talk about being worried about even whether she would live. You know, when I look back, I've never heard my parents talk about them ever being worried that she wasn't going to come home from the hospital. I've never heard them say that. But I did hear my, my paternal grandmother once express the concern that she would be okay enough to come home. And so I think that what ended up happening, um, is just that i was always physically bigger and i think that like i said in the picture you know my face is for all these things and so i think in in a, in this strange way um i was always more talkative i was always as she said there was this uh you know a and expression in her pictures so there was I don't. I don't know that I would characterize you Donna as like shy, but I think it was just always for me a more. I was a little bit more outgoing, a little bit more gregarious, and so there was honestly uh, a perception or an assumption that I was older just because mm. of the way that I acted. Um, and um, and it's weird because we both have sons the same age, and my son was physically like kind of just heavier for <laughs> everything than my nephew. And there were times we'd be out, and people thought that my son was older than my nephew. So I just felt like it kind of mirrored our upbringing in that we're me and my son are obviously, you know, in these other ways younger than Donna and my nephew, but it just kind of, there was this thing. So it like she said, it was more dynamic. Um, I certainly um, respect that there was always, a, a, there were times where she definitely had more focus as, you know, as a student and as someone moving through academia, there were just these apparent differences. So um, like 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 she said it was dynamic, but I think there was you know she's focused straight through undergrad, straight through. Like there was just always kind of like the dotting of eyes and checking of boxes that was smoother for her than for me.
1: Okay, uh, I'm gonna ask this question first to uh, Renee and Michelle. Um, besides each other,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and besides Michelle, your children, who would you say you guys favor the most in your family? Like mommy, daddy, auntie?
0: You mean physically or personality? What do you mean?
1: Uh, actually, a little bit of personality and just physical look. Who do you guys take your look from, you think, the most? Each other. Each other. <laughs> I mean, besides each other, that's obvious. <laughs> I
0: but I, well, I mean, I think me personally, I think we have a mix between my dad and mom, or our dad and mom. But depends on where in the face. Mm-hmm. Like our forehead up, as our dad, yeah, yeah. but maybe mm-hmm. around here is more
1: our mom, mm-hmm. so I think
0: it just depends. Mm-hmm. I think it just depends, mm-hmm. yeah. So,
1: so, who would you then, say? Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry.
0: And then, personality mm-hmm. wise, um, when we were younger, I was, I guess, daddy's girl, and my mm-hmm. sister was more mommy's girl, um, and Aww. it may have been like, um, she liked the Redskins. But that was kind of opposite, because my was, dad liked the red skin, yeah. but I was his daddy's girl. But now I think, um, I mean, our dad is no longer with us, but um, I think both of us kind of maybe have taken on opposite roles, so to speak, so in some ways. Yeah, I think um, it depends on- Maybe the situation? Doing. Yeah. <laughs> it just depends.
1: Mm, Hi, Mom. Okay.
3: Oh, yeah,
1: playing hey. upstairs. <laughs> All right, uh, so, uh, Donna and Dana, besides, you know, your children and each other, who you guys favor physically and personality-wise?
2: Far and away, we both physically resemble our mother the most. Um, I'm I'm, I'm saying that, I'm I'm assuming Dana will co-sign. I think as we've gotten older, she continues her trajectory toward physically resembling our mother more, um, a little than me. Um, but then there are sometimes when I catch myself in the mirror or make a certain face, I'm like, oh wow. Um, so, so I think it's our mother personality. I'm gonna need to contemplate that. Dana may have a ready answer. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I think, um, uh, definitely we both because people would always say when we were little, it looked like you didn't, they would look at my dad and say, look like you didn't have nothing to do with it. Um, (laughs) and I, you know, and I that we're having this conversation, I wish I had sent a picture too of our mother because I even on social media now when it's her birthday because she's no longer with us and mm-hmm. so when it's her birthday um you know, I always post to celebrate her birthday and I certainly post to celebrate my dad's birthday. There was a, some pictures uh that came uh that came up a couple I think that was 2017, I'm not sure pictures of our mom that I didn't recall from childhood that Donna found and there was an expression on my mom's face that I have made a million times, but I had no recollection of that picture. And I was so blown away because I do, I, I, make my, I make that exact same face, but I have never seen pictures of my mother making that face. And so, to Donna's point, I think as we've gotten older, there has been a shift where I look probably more like our mother. Um, but I would say this: one of the things that's always been true, um, definitely around the eyes. I believe even though some of my features, eyes are like kind of, I wouldn't say maybe bigger, like I, I don't have it on, well, I don't have my on contact. Um, I have my glasses off. Um, my eyes seem a little, a hair more like her, but both of us generally have her eyes. But I've always felt like it appeared that Donna had, from, from our early years, more of her lips. We both definitely had this nose as hers. So to that point, we do, uh, we do certainly look like our dad. I don't think our dad is out of the, you know, we were not mailman babies. We were definitely his children. <laughs> <laughs> Donna definitely looks at this point, probably has more of that features than I do. But, um, and personality wise, uh, but, but you know, to her point, I think she's right. Like, trajectory wise, is in these, uh, in these growing years, it's me that looks a little more like our mom. Um, personality wise, it's hard to say, you know, um, one thing that's going to obviously come out, and I'll say it now, our mother transitioned this life when we were both 11, uh, going on to 12. So we,
3: mm-hmm. you
2: know, we feel. Um, and I say we, but I can, I'll speak for, you, you know, we feel a little robbed, you know, of time, if you know what I mean. Um, and, um, but my dad told me once a while back that early on, I seemed a lot personality wise in terms of stubborn and determined. I was a lot like my mother and he, I don't know that he was saying he was intimidated, but it always, you know, I guess it was startling for him how much like her in that way that I was. And so, or that I am, cause I'm still kind of that way. I think, thank goodness, my sister has, like she said, uh, just completed uh training and certification and licensing to be a yoga teacher. Um, I've certainly over <laughs> the years studied more spiritually, so I feel like I have, um, I'll say, I've softened, or at least even if I'm still determined, I've learned how to to find my own space to be at peace, you know, and not, you know, be so raw, raw out the gate
1: about things. Mm-hmm. All right, um, I'm, this one's going to go back to Renee and Michelle. I'm going to ask a smart dumb question. <laughs> so get ready. You're going to ask the what? A, a smart, smart dumb, dumb question.
0: Hey! Oh, okay, okay, okay. We're All
1: right. <laughs> How do we know that you're Renee? <laughs>
0: because we said so. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> when y'all were babies, how, like when you were babies it's not like you were like I'm Renee over here I'm Michelle Brother, so. you were
0: there you didn't know what we did <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think our mom said when we were born I think she said she put like a little mark or something on us so that when you know they took us to the nursery at the hospital whatever you call it labor and delivery that when we came back it was us and then you know she cuz she said when we were sleep or laying a certain way, I think on the side, it was hard for the hurt for them to tell who was who because we looked so much alike from the side. So or, or the front. I can't remember which one. So, um, so yeah.
1: The conspiracy theory is that maybe Renee Michelle.
0: Never know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Same thing we're with the, you How do like, you know that for sure? That, you know, but it
0: came in mean, handy when we to were with, play I, text on people.
1: Right. Because I, I remember you said something, um, Renee, about um, you, were, you would steal Michelle's food. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Bro-
0: our brother, um, said, our brother Tim said he could always tell us apart. So, I you know, I had to let you all know that. But um, but yeah, when our grandmother and I think our godmother used to babysit us, I was always just sitting there, you know, when our parents would pick us up, but Michelle was always crying. So, um, she probably got fed. Grandmother twice. told our mom that I think I don't I think we might have fed the same one twice. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. So yeah. So so, but we are, I mean, you, you didn't even Michelle. let him
1: know. He just took the meals, didn't you? <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry, Michelle. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So, uh, when, when uh, Donna and, and uh, Jana, when you guys were babies and whatnot at uh, all, was there, were oh. you, was it very hard to tell you guys apart? Were there little mm-hmm. things that made it easier to tell? Because they looked very,
3: very much. sexy. you to take um,
2: it? I mean,
1: I I'm, I'm trying
2: to remember. I just I, what I remember is that Dad used to always talk about that he could tell our voices sometimes better than our faces, and I think that was from from crying even to to talking. Um, I feel like when to to family, like I feel like it was n- never an issue. I don't think like for like our most immediate, like I'm. I'm I'm clear that our mother never confused us. I don't think our grandparents confused us. On, I mean, our grandmother on our mother's side, um, to whatever, oh Lord. And uh, and then, and, um, uh, and I, I'm certain our grandpa- grandparents on our father's side, our grandfather may have, but I don't think I even recall that. I don't know about you, Dana. Um, I feel yeah. like once it got... Mm-hmm. A little bit outside of the nuclear, you know, grandparents and parents, it might have gotten a little bit questionable. But most time, I feel like we we were so often together. Um, I, I don't know that people that often in the family, particularly if we went down south for summers or at Christmas, had to had to figure it
3: out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, heart I, heart
2: yeah, means. same recollection. I think when you asked the question, I was like, I don't like because we spent a lot of time with our paternal grandparents. We definitely spent some time with our maternal, um, our maternal grandmother. We unfortunately never knew our maternal grandfather. He transitioned this life when my mother was in college, so we never knew our grandfather on that side. We did know our great grandparents though on that side, um, and I don't c- recall that i don't recall it was an issue that doesn't mean that they necessarily knew but you know but there was also we also i don't know if y'all had this name michelle because we have similar names we often got one name and that name was dana donna, that would be dana donna? oh yeah, yeah. Dana yeah. Donna? so it wasn't mm-hmm. so you know we were often called that so that you couldn't miss with that um interestingly enough i think uh like Donna said, the nucleus could always tell us apart, and and specifically because we spent a lot of summers with our paternal grandparents. You know, we my I remember when our grandfather bought us bikes, and just different things happened. You know, if they were having an issue, we never knew. We never let on that there was ever any confusion because I I don't I certainly don't recall any. Um, it's interesting though, even in adulthood. Um, there are family, like as Donna mentioned, we gather in the South, um, particularly at Christmas where there's a larger, like first cousins, that whatever i sometimes, you know, there are things that are said that it feels like people are not always clear. Like once they start talking, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever, and Donna's a doctor. So you'll often hear which one's the doctor, you know what I'm saying? And then, (laughs) and then we, you know, we put one in and all that. And I think, um, but I did hear one of my cousins, we do a secret plan and my cousin, um, her name is Brady. She made it like she was very specific about whose name. I think she had gotten one name, but she in her mind she had the other twin in mind and I, twin in mind. And I think I remember her saying, or maybe it was, or maybe it was right. And she was like, okay, you are the one that I had in mind. Like, however, I think it had you know, after all these years, I think it had come together for her. And I think she had the right name and what she had in mind that's the name that she had, you know, for the Christmas gift. So I still think, even though. We look different. And um, one of the guests in the in the studio, uh, who I think I know who that is, says, I can tell. Um, and I don't know if he's referring to the two of us or to Renee and Michelle, but um, yeah, I definitely think uh, for the most part, Nucleus family could tell. And, to, and not to get sober, but to Donna's point, yes, my dad was very much a, I can hear the difference. He even, he's even said that when we cried, like she said, he could hear the difference mm. between who was crying and who was you know, not crying.
1: All right. So I'm gonna ask you guys questions. I'm sure you've been asked a hundred times, but why not make a hundred and one? Um okay, so do you guys feel each other's pain and joy ever? So like yes. if like for example, Michelle, you stub your toe, Renee's like downstairs going, Ah <laughs> not
0: not quite like that, but when I broke my uh finger uh, I think we were, I was in fifth grade, we were in fifth grade, um, and the doctor was doing whatever to my finger.
4: She
0: said yeah, she could my feel. Finger. I could feel something in my finger. So I think, I think we do feel what each other's wonder. There's time sometimes, like I know for me, I have felt something, Yeah. and then called Michelle, and I'm like, are you all right? It's just like I felt like something was wrong, or something happened with Michelle. So I think we, we do have that twin connection where we just kind of feel different things about each other. And you can't really explain it, it just mm-hmm. is. And sometimes we, you know, when we're meeting each other, we end up with the same outfit or the same colors on the shirt and pants or, you know, whatever we are wearing. Uh, without planning, it just happens, yeah. so. Or we go to the store, I might buy something, and then she buys something that same day from the same store, and it's the same outfit. We didn't even talk to each other, so. Yeah. So, you and know, we, we just say it's a twin thing. Yeah, it's a twin thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Uh, Two, and then you, you guys are, are much farther apart. But do you guys, uh, do you guys, experience that throughout your life of feeling, you know, um, pain or anything one is going through?
2: I feel like in college we would have more of a connection. It's weird in the in the day of payphones and talking long distance and getting print cards and all of the ways you had to hustle trying to get long distance, uh, you know, back then. And I, I would I just I do recall very a very specific conversation where we both like had the same amount of tests in our respective subject matters. We had them on the same day. Like, you know, I just remember this one I, I remember being in the engineering building at Tuskegee and talking to her on a payphone, and we were that was the discussion. She was as, as Xavier um, in undergrad. Um, we definitely did not grow up with the, like, she got hurt and I feel it or any of that. But um, I think there's been more of a vibratory sense of, of you know, of pain and things like that. Um, and definitely, I don't know about as much now, but certainly in our younger years, in our 20s, and, and maybe, you know, maybe even our 30s. I guess I felt like there were there were there was a time I think sometime in our twenties that I think I had been emotionally kind of down and I and I can and even for a number of days and and I feel like I remember talking to Dana and it, she had had some sort of blue or melancholy going on for roughly the same period of time mm-hmm. um, and so I feel like sometimes it's it's like that like I said it, like she said less so yeah. I think as we've gotten older for you know whatever reasons.
1: Like when we were in our our twenties, uh, maybe even very early thirties. Do, do you guys uh, uh, connect to other twins? Is it like a? Is there a secret club of twins that we don't us regular people don't know about? Where you guys? Uh, what get together secret? And talk about <laughs>
2: right, right, right. Um, I want to I want to answer this question real quick because it's been interesting. Um. My journey as a, a, a comedian, there was a show like this year was my, and I'm, I'm, um, I haven't been, uh, like just serious about comedy for a long time. I've been serious about the funny, but just like I am a comedian. It's kind of new. And one of the things I hadn't talked about until recently was being a twin, I hadn't really started exploring that for my comedy. Um, and, um, but I did a show, but I started exploring it earlier this year for, for creating a set that was like the identity set, and I jumped on a show, it was a very awesome show. And that particular night there were only four of us comedians and three of us were twins on the show. And it it all came out when I started talking about being a twin. And it was interesting because in all cases, all three of us were the younger twin. Um, and in another case, um, uh, one of the twins. Well, she was actually the PhD, so my sister's a doctor. But it was just interesting. Um, um, like they said, if it's a secret club, it is a secret. But um, as someone, so we can't tell you that. Um, that mm-hmm. is, we have
3: to, we'll, have, we'll have to keep
2: um, it. I would say this though: I was taught school, and I always feel a certain kindred whenever I get twins in my classroom, or whenever I get, especially to the girls. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, you know, with, and in love to all boys more than to boys because boys literally will be boys. But I think that, you know, when I've had twin girls uh, that come, I have to instruct. um, It's always that's always a big deal for me and a very special feeling for me. And so I do feel this other connection and I always make it a point to take pictures with. I actually teach a set of twin girls now. I would say this is weird. I'll leave it here. I teach a set of twin girls um, privately, uh, work with them on chess. I was in a school a couple of years ago where I just, it turned up teaching some twin girls, and they are the same age as the girls that I had already been teaching other little girls. And I took pictures, and um, you know, I, I was, and I showed them to the parents. And it turned out that the mothers had met out in the world somewhere and ended <laughs> up. So I think when my my client, my not the ones at the school, had her kids with her that day. And I think when they saw the other mom, she didn't have her girls, but they, you know, they connected and they chatted. And so it just turned out that those girls were the same age. And you know, I don't know that we, we never connected, being able I wanted to get them all together for chess because I was, you know, in one way or another teaching them all. But I found that extremely interesting that somehow this vibration had had you know had them connected in the world, and then I was kind of the link between us all, you know. And not how do you say, it? just you know, I was, I'm a twin, I'll say it like that. I'm a twin, and that these parents of twins with girls the same age connect, you know, the power of chess. I don't know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I can say, we have, I think, like, um, like you were saying, just when you see twins, we're always like, hey, twin, the, all the twin like, we you know tennis players that we play tennis with and every time we see them we always have a twin but like our oldest nephew has twin boys and one of our brothers has twin boys so and they're sick. So and it's funny now um, we've been coaching them in tennis but it's funny they're fraternal boys. But it's funny seeing I guess the twin different similarities but because they are fraternal the differences and mm-hmm. that twin thing. So but well, anytime we see twins we always greet each other like, hey twin and usually we can kind of tell if we pass by twins like especially little kids we're like are they twins we can kind of tell that they are and maybe some other people can mm-hmm. so yeah
1: um all right so let's talk about this now at some point you ladies uh, started getting interested in boys Right?
0: No, my mommy's listening.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. We are all virgins. Virgin
0: <laughs> exactly. yeah.
2: version
1: of what? <laughs> virgin of what? So, you know, did you. Are there some boys out there who had to go through some game plan for you guys? Did you guys. Uh, you know, just mess with some boys uh in the past. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mess
0: with the Well no for yeah. us, like that was the one thing we didn't. We um we played tricks on people, but we never played tricks on the guys we like for whatever reason. So yeah. I guess you know we just and we never really liked the same type of guy. Yeah. So that's been that's been a different part of us being twins, I guess. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So what, what about you guys, Donna and Dana?
0: Doming, you want to take it?
2: Well, I feel like I have for for guys. No, I feel like I have one vague memory of like I don't know, and I don't remember where it was. We met this guy. He might have been a relative, and we tried to play, or or maybe a friend of a family we tried to play a trick on him. But I think one of the interesting things about me and Dana, and I I don't I say this for me, it never occurred to us to switch classrooms or or to to do trickery or to trying to to intentionally try to confuse people like that i don't i don't know if you can say the same Dana, but i just like i remember one year when we were finishing fifth grade if my memory serves me correctly somebody was like you guys should have switched homerooms and, and it was it had to be a suggestion like we didn't do it but it, it i know it never entered my mind it it just so right. like it doesn't whether it's because there's a we are interested in different kind of men Um, Which is the case, I think, Um, but it never even enters our mind. I don't know. Right. Is Um, that that fair, Dana? yeah that's perfectly fair that's it because i don't that, like she said um in elementary um someone did suggest that we could have played on played a trick and you know and that they would have been okay with it but we were just the kids who we we thought that i mean we were nerd kids early so we were very nerdy early and just always wanted to do all the right things certainly we made missteps um i um i uh we certainly made missteps but we in something like that where we were probably we were concerned about being disciplined for you know Something like that, we've n- we never did it. And, like you said, our taste in men was different. Um, you know, I mean, I think we still all like we're we admire say, Denzel or Michael B. Jordan, you know, in that regard all our, our right, our right. and but in terms of just like individual taste of who I'm gonna spend time with, I think that's very different for us. and um, you know, I'm just trying to think, and even with the the incident that you're recalling, i don't I don't even quite recall that, but like, you know, I just because I just feel like i don't I don't recall ever trying to be intentional about tricking anyone. Um, you know, maybe we missed out on something by, by trying to not trying to trick people, but you know, it is what it is. Uh but yeah, we were those we were those girls. We like we liked encyclopedias. Encyclopedias over boys, uh atlases over, you know, I
3: <laughs> we tried to run school in our yeah front yard. we
2: tried yeah we tried to run school in our front yard we, um, we wanted to give out dictionaries to kids like that's that's the kids we were we thought that we should have we should recreate school in the front yard on saturday morning um, after after bike riding after bike riding nonetheless <laughs> that was that's who we were that's who you're talking to right now well,
1: I can only imagine having someone that is so close to you. You guys you guys uh I refer to uh twins as womb mates.
2: Mm. That's funny. I love that.
1: Cause you guys, uh the first your first roommate uh was uh no, each roommate. other, right? Oh, uh, you yeah. guys shared the womb together. <laughs> uh but I can imagine that people always want to make you guys the same, right? Yes. Like you can't be different. No, uh, <laughs> like, it's always twin. Twin.
0: Where's twin? And if we mm-hmm. answer, where's your twin? Like I don't know. She's somewhere. Are mm-hmm.
1: you supposed to be like, oh, she's yeah. Bad. She she's ready sometimes bad. we'll do
0: that. Sometimes <laughs> we we'll do that. Like oh, right now she's oh she's standing on her right foot. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, but we get that. Like I think you were saying earlier, we get the Michelle Renee or Renee Michelle. Um. All the time, or you know, a lot, and it's always like Michelle was saying, especially like I noticed in tennis. I think if I have a match, or we have a match, but one of us is not playing, they're like, well, "Where's your sister? Well, why are you not playing together?" Yeah, like I'm in the lineup yeah, together. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so we we do get boxed together. We have our own mm-hmm. personalities, but um we still get put together no matter what. I think just because we are like everybody's just used to uh, seeing us together a lot. So uh, when they don't see us together, then it's always like, well, why where's your sister? Or like she has kids. I don't have kids. But I was like, well, why don't you have kids? Or I'm like, because I didn't have kids. You know,
3: it's like anything
0: that I'm like, we don't do everything together. But, you know, so it's like anytime one does one thing, They expect the other one to do the exact same thing. So I'm like, we we still are two different people, right? But we have a lot of similarities. So
1: Mm -hmm. that expectation, Dana, I can imagine of uh, people expecting you to be just like your, your, yeah, uh, especially when you were you were younger. Uh huh. (laughs) Probably drove you crazy, right?
2: It was, you know, it was interesting um, because, you know, to Renee Michelle's point, like we ended up now, we ended up doing a lot of things similar. Our sons are actually nine months apart. We both, but Mm we both have one son. You know, like Mm -hmm. and and my nephew was born September twenty fifth of two thousand one, and my son was born April twenty fifth of two thousand two. They're nine months to the day apart, Mm -hmm. Um, but. Like, uh, like the lady said, we're always, you know, if with one is present, where's the other one? And like, because as my sister also mentioned, we travel to South Alabama to be with family from our respective homes. Well, when is when is one coming to town? Okay, well, when is your sister getting here? When you know,
3: so there's always
2: the question of you know when we're you know whatever. And like you like like was said, people always want to know where the other one is. Um, the fact that we're on different coasts, most people who know both of us know that we are, you know, we're not sharing the same space. So. I don't walk into many places here in LA and she's expected, if anything, um, when she is with me, that's when, you know, um, mm-hmm. we both, when we would visit, we try to kind of, um, you know, we take people or take our take uh, each other around mm-hmm. to visit friends or, or like now I'm just like, can we just have dinner and then invite everybody, like all that. <laughs> but, um, she, like the, the post office here in LA at 39th and Crenshaw, there was a woman, a postal uh, woman in there whose name was Donna. And I would always obviously think of my sister. And so on one of my sister's, you know, trips in town, I was like, let's just run here and let's see if Donna is in here because I want, you know, I want you to let's just wave at her so she can see, you know, whatever. Um, but um I I do because I do now do a little bit of comedy about uh, being a twin. One of the things I say is, you know, like having the same birthday, like, man, at this point, my joke is that we should be called identical associates because like Mm -hmm. the ways that you're alike when you're a kid and y'all are, you know, you ladies are beautiful. You know, we both, I don't have all my glasses but like we wore glasses. I just recently kind of trimmed up my sideburns. But I was just, I would I talked about sideburns and low self esteem. I said, and when you get over a certain age, you do not want to be alike in all the same ways. Right. Because yeah. uh, then it's, it's you know it's cute when you're five. When you're 45 or older, it is. I don't know if cute is what it is anymore to both <laughs> have glasses, uh, uh, sideburns, and now you know we both single. You know, right. like, like I don't know if we want to be alike all the way down to the letter, you know, like that now. I'm just saying, you know, so, (laughs) so, um, so it's interesting. Um, but to your point, yeah, people, when we do, when there is space that we're going to be in that shared space, it's every, Mm -hmm. when I walk in, where's the other one? Where's Mm -hmm. your twin? Mm -hmm. Like I always say at Christmas, which one's the doctor, you know, that's,
3: um, that's what we get.
0: Mm -hmm. Like with Michelle, um, I think for us, when, like we dressed the like i think all the time we were little mm-hmm. our parents dressed us like all the time so we were used to that so now when we do it now we say oh my gosh we have the same outfit i think we just think it's cute i guess but <laughs> and it's not really planned mm-hmm. but when we were little we weren't necessarily concerned about if we had other friends because we always had each other mm-hmm. and because right. we had each other for so long it was weird when other people were I guess we're trying to be our friends or we were still kind of standoffish with them because we had each other and we had our own language so it was like we didn't need anybody else
3: Mm -hmm.
2: definitely definitely Mm -hmm. yeah we now I would say we had differences in personality relatively early
4: Mm -hmm. and um so we
2: We certainly shared some of the friends we had. Most of the friends we had when we were little were the same friends. But then there came a point where there were people, I think we had separate friends. We both really never we never had a problem with loneliness or like I said, feeling alone. Like if nobody else was there, I have
1: my sister. Right. Mm -hmm. Being that you ladies are identical twins, if How do you know? for For example, if Renee gave uh, Michelle a compliment on her beauty. <laughs> is that Renee being arrogant? <laughs> really saying, oh, <laughs> like if I
0: say, oh, Michelle, you look, you're so beautiful. Then I'm saying well, I am beautiful.
1: Sure. Yeah, no, that's right. like, I just, I'm You're basically bigging yourself up.
0: You're <laughs> <just laughs> confident, not arrogant. <laughs> but I, yeah. but I guess that. because we are mirror twins, I guess it is i'm looking in the mirror you
1: know yeah. so yeah so if, if you're yeah. like man, michelle you looking pretty fine today you're really saying thank you <laughs> why are you looking at me like that but
0: yeah i don't, I don't know we never thought about it like no that. <laughs> right and let me i want to
2: ask you guys did you guys grow up complimenting each other a lot or just kind of this is life and we're just rolling
0: I think and I we think just roll it. Is, yeah, with it. I think it's more everybody else was like, oh my gosh, you guys are so cute, or, or whatever it was. But yeah, we never, we just Like together. if one of us, like she might wear Afro puffs or Afro more, and sometimes I have my hair maybe down and like, you know, flat ironed or whatever. So if we change it, I would say, oh, look at your yeah. twist or something that day. Yeah. But other like than that. Today we plan to dress alike and have our hair the same. And I put my contacts in instead of my glasses, which I usually wear. Yeah. So um, I think it just depends. But yeah, we never really, we just, you know, we were always, I guess, used to being with each other. So if the times as we got older, if we were apart, like if she went on vacation, but I couldn't go because of work, Mm then every day we would talk all day, every day. Mm -hmm. My brother would always say, You should have just come on a trip, (laughs) so You can talk to each other in person. Like he would say that all the time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think it's just, you know, just, it's a twin thing. I don't know. (laughs) How
2: about you and your sister? it's um, funny business. So um, uh, in terms of the beauty piece, um, we never, like, I just, like, I realized, and I was like, oh, my God, are we weird? Because I don't recall that we've ever been like, hey, you're pretty. No, you're pretty. Like, yeah. I don't think <laughs> we've had that conversation. I'm like, oh, my God, are we bad sisters? Because I don't know that we <laughs> like, complimented complimenting each other like that. So, uh, okay. Uh, therapy moment, maybe here. Um, then, um, the thing is we have certainly been complimented by, you know, friends, family, you know, fellas, maybe, um, that, that self-esteem self-esteem thing was pretty serious. So like probably still recovering uh, emotionally from, you know, this low self-esteem in early developmental years. But, um, I, here's the thing. I think and I'll step out on saying this. I've always felt as though when we looked at each other, mm-hmm. the differences were bigger than the similarities. So I always knew that I was looking like, even if, you know, even if I did compliment or praying that at some point, maybe I did, um, I was complimenting someone that in my mind looked different from me. You know, even when I see pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, of her that are beautiful or, you know, made up or whatever, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm looking at a different face. And so any compliment, uh, you know, hoping that I gave one, um, <laughs> would, be, would be for a different face. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And, and not at all my face um, or whatever. And um, and that's because we've reflected on that, that challenge um, from youth, just like, uh, you know, uh, being transparent for a moment. I think Mothers are the ones who help you with beauty and fathers are the ones, you know, and, and these are traditional roles. I'm not saying that they're right or wrong, but our father was very big on books and very big on mm-hmm. intellect and very big on schooling. So even though um, you know, he loved us very much, I don't like he wasn't very big on like you guys are beautiful. Like that's not we didn't have that dad. Um, and without, you know, without our mother kind of being around, um there was some, you know, just grew up with some challenges in that regard or whatever. So mm-hmm. Just thinking about it, I think in, in any point that I ever thought about beauty, I definitely, when it came to the two of us, I believed I was looking at a different face. So that was kind of yeah, like
3: yeah, that yeah, part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
2: my sister, I just told, I sent a note, my sister has had to go see a patient. Oh. I'm hoping that maybe she'll get to come back. Um, her work is certainly always an adventure and a blessing. I love to hear the ups and downs of, especially she, she mentioned earlier, the LND, and I just always think that, that stuff is such an adventure because you're delivering babies from all ages, all sizes, mm-hmm. all whatever. And to hear, you know, the good and sometimes the, the, you know, the challenging is always very interesting. So, you know, and she's, and in that regard, she's a very special kind of person because she's always believed in a more holistic approach and having these great conversations. So she always reports back really interesting stuff because she's, you know, tried to take time to really build, even as the anesthesiologist, someone who will not spend a ton of time, you know, always builds a certain relationship with her patients. So um, Mm I'm trying to do it all as well. Um, But I I hope that that answers the question. uh, Well, I
0: was going to say like Dana, what you were just saying, I think it's the same with Michelle. Um, Like when we look at each other, we're not necessarily like, oh, you're pretty. It's more, oh, that's cute earrings or oh yeah hair like that or let yes. you get that shirt that's cute that's cute or it could be something else that one of us is doing that we maybe compliment on versus mm-hmm. like like you said like, to me, everybody said, oh, like, now I don't think we look as much alike, no. but people still think we look alike. And, so and I'm like, really? They can't tell us apart. They like, can't tell us Right, right,
2: right. And I agree. I'm like, for real. Y'all can't. I've
0: always felt like, like, when looking at pictures, I think as babies, we look alike. But when we look at each other, I'm like, it's a different person. Yeah. I'm me, that's Michelle. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But I never thought about it until um, Kente said it to me the other day. So I was like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
1: All right, so, so pretty. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh this is I'm gonna pull something out of left field um Uh-oh. I have some facts about twins
3: some mm-hmm.
1: um, you may know some you may not know it's multiple choice okay. and and true or false so what I'm gonna do is uh I'm gonna ask these questions so we'll we'll go back and forth um we'll uh, since you lost your partner, you got to. Hold- <laughs> we'll we'll let you go first. Okay. Um. So these are twin facts. You gotta, you know, uh, some of them are pretty easy. Some are may not be.
0: We um, they're not about us, then we don't know.
1: <laughs> uh, so.
0: Oh. All right. Fancy.
1: All right. Oh wow. Oh,
0: that's so cute.
1: Okay. So mm-hmm. since 1980, this is for you, Gaby. So okay. The birth rate for twins has increased to what percentage? Is it A, 33%, mm-hmm. B, 76%, C, 89%, or D,
2: 12%? Woo. I'm going to guess. Um, The the part of me that is uh hopeful and measured is going to say A, 33%. Okay.
1: Is this correct?
4: The answer is... 76 percent in fact one in every 30 babies born in 2009 was a twin compared to 1980 when the rate was one baby in every 53 all right well let's
0: rock
3: right
0: all right okay.
1: all right so let's do the, the next one uh we want to keep, keep story we'll just have for fun um all right number two um true or false identical twins. This is for you, uh, Renee and Michelle.
2: Before you ask this question, I want to say something. This came up early for me because this is a very good question. Um, I was in a class recently and there's a percentage of people that don't know the difference between identical and fraternal twins. Mm. And, right. And they're and because they don't know, they all have the same assumption, which is that if yeah. see twins that look alike, they're identical and you see twins mm-hmm. that don't look alike. They are presumed to be fraternal. Mm-hmm. And I to
3: explain to
2: them, um, no, 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 um, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen are actually fraternal twins. They right. were not mm-hmm. in the same amniotic sac. And that's what distinguishes uh, identical mm-hmm. from fraternal. So you could, if you, if one turns out to be red hair, blue eyes, and the other turns out to be blonde hair, green eyes, but they were in the same sac, they because are identical, That is, yeah. mm-hmm. and, um, that but, is true. Yeah. and it was, and I when I said it, it was you know we're in this zoom age. Um, everybody was like I was today years old when I learned what a real identical twin was. Um, so anyway, you know, anyway, uh, so I'm sorry, I just wanted to jump in and share that because there's <laughs> for anybody that might watch this, it, he's running around with you know a certain generalized mm-hmm. perception, you know, at, through no fault of their own, that right. no, that's the distinction that twins in the same amniotic sac are identical. It doesn't matter whether they look alike or not. Twins not in the same are fraternal, and Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, because everybody, and including me, thinks that they look so much alike. They right. are fraternal twins; they're not identical. You know, they just look a whole lot alike. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. they do. That is true, though. Like people, I know, notice that restaurants people will say oh, if they see other twins that don't look alike, they say, "Oh, they must be fraternal," or they don't know that there's the terms identical or fraternal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that mm-hmm. is true. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. All right, so this is from Renee Michelle. True or false? Identical twins can have identical fingerprints.
0: False.
1: All right, let's see.
4: The answer is false. Fingerprints (laughs) are not solely generated based on DNA. When identical twins are conceived, they start out with the same fingerprints. But during weeks six through 13 of pregnancy, as the babies start to move, they each touch the amniotic sac and unique ridges and lines are formed on each twin's hand that result in different fingerprints.
3: All
2: right. All right. Wow, I learned, I was adult, I was, you know, today. Now I knew it was false, but that's interesting that we do have the same one up to 13 weeks. I was actually kind of, that was an emotional moment for me. I won't lie, you guys, like this Uh-oh. idea that, that we are, we do have identical fingerprints up to 13 weeks and that mm-hmm. just the movement of literally, you know, being in the womb um, is what changes mm-hmm. our over time, that's powerful stuff, ladies. Mm-hmm. To me,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually know Renee and Michelle. I have paternal. Uh-huh.
2: Okay. Lonnie
0: M. Who so. is Lonnie M? Right, right, right.
2: Lonnie M. Is not who I thought it was at
1: first. So, hey, Lonnie M.
0: Hey, Lonnie. M. Hey, Lonnie.
1: All right, so uh, this one is a little more difficult. But, uh, uh, all right, so n- question number three. Uh, question number three is which state <laughs> in the U.S. has the most in first? Is it A, Massachusetts, B, Illinois, C, Washington State, or D, California? Who is this for? <laughs> oh, it's for you, Dan
2: I knew it, I was like, why well, I get all the hard questions? i am i I won't lie i'm a
0: little.
2: the most i I know we're not competitive but man i was like i don't want to get this wrong um in my mind (laughs) and um, and i'm trying to google it as fast as i can but i can't google it fast enough um uh yes i you know um, i'm gonna say
1: Mm. i'm
2: gonna say california
1: okay you know what we'll do is we'll let both of you guys okay what do
0: you think we'll go with c I was going to say that. All right, twins. (laughs) We said Uh, C, Washington State.
4: The answer is A, Massachusetts. At nearly 4.5 for every 100 live births, Massachusetts has the highest rate of twin births. Connecticut and New Jersey follow with 4.2 twins per every 100 births. You know,
0: when everything clears up, just
1: to see how many twins. I don't know. All right, so what we'll do is we'll make it for both. Right,
2: and Google is saying Connecticut. I was still wrong, but Google is saying Connecticut now. <laughs> oh, so
0: you're wrong, Kevin. Can, can we phone a friend? <laughs>
1: All right. <laughs> so uh, true or false, mothers of twins mm. may live longer.
0: Mm.
1: That's a good question.
0: Ooh. Mothers of twins may live longer. This is a t- no because the twins probably drive them crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was gonna say true because they've endured the most and they're the strongest bodies, but um, but I and honestly, medically, I think that the ladies are right, but in my again, I'm more hopeful than anything. It's on my mind, she's stronger, but I do feel like you know that has been you know uh heavy on the body, so
0: yeah,
2: uh that's still a hard one to answer. My mom like,
0: is in her 80s, so I say true just because of that, but I don't know. If, if, if your mother, yeah,
2: I'm, I'm still going to say true. I'm going to stick with true. I'm going to stick with yeah.
4: true. The answer is true. A study published in the journal Proceedings of the Royal Society be focused on the population of women in, in 1800s Utah and found that women who gave birth to twins were strong and healthy to begin with, so were likely to live long lives.
0: And I so, never thought about that question. Mm-mm. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Good so, uh, okay. Yeah. Good
0: question. Half oh. can't Kente. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Number five. True or false? Forty percent of twins invent their own language. True. <laughs> definitely yeah. true. If not higher, but definitely I mean, higher.
0: I was gonna yeah. say I think it's higher.
1: <laughs> you know what's funny? That's why when you said earlier about the whole language thing, Our
0: language,
1: yeah. I, That's what I was. I, that's what I was. I was referring to this question.
4: Yeah.
1: So all right, here we go.
4: The answer is. True, these languages are called autonomous languages. Researchers suspect that twin babies use each other as models in developing language when an adult model language is frequently absent. The language consists of inverted words and onomatopoeic expressions.
1: All right, all right. And um, y'all don't speak that language no more,
4: do you? Oh, we still do. Interesting.
1: Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> it's, uh, Yolanda. Hey Yolanda! Hey Yolanda!
0: That's my best friend. Hey Yolanda! Oh, hey Yolanda! Besides
1: this one, she's my best friend too. But mm-hmm. Too late, ma'am. Oh well, I only have one now. <laughs> she I said, "No, ma'am."
0: Cry. She said, "No, ma'am." No, ma'am. <laughs> <In real>. Bye, <Bye-bye>. bye.
1: <laughs> All right, number six. The term "Irish twins" refers oh, to either a one of the parents is of hired uh, Irish heritage. Uh, B when both twins <laughs> are green. C, when two children were born uh, within 12 months of each other, and, or I have A, it's supposed to say B, uh, when both children are born with red hair. C. C. Yeah, we say C. C yeah.
4: The answer is C, when two children were born within 12 months of each other, the roots of the idea behind the term are quite old, although no one knows when exactly people first began to talk about Irish twins. In both England and the United States, a massive influx of Irish immigration in the 1800s led to a negative connotation with Irish people and society.
1: All right, all right, interesting. Okay, true or false? Shorter women are more likely to have twins. I just think think that's false. I don't don't
0: think that height has anything to do with it. Where did you get these questions?
4: (laughs) Oh. The answer is false. Taller women have more insulin-like growth factor, IGF, a protein that is released from the liver in response to a growth hormone that stimulates growth in the shaft of longer bones. Having higher levels of IGF results in increased sensitivity of the ovaries, thus increasing a woman's chance of ovulating. According to Steinman, the more IGF a woman has, the greater chance she has of becoming pregnant with twins.
2: Okay, that's when my mother, my mother was 59, which was relatively it's not super short, um but that's relatively tall, you know, for women.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. What right, so, percentage? Uh,
0: mm. percentage?
1: Mm. Births are mirror image. Can we text our mom? Like, <laughs> can we Google it? Have,
0: my mom might
1: know the answer to this. Yeah.
2: I had no idea. I'm gonna. My guess is uh, C, twenty five percent. That's just a super guess. That's I have no. That's a B, sir. All
0: right, we're gonna go with B. Mm.
4: The answer is C, twenty five percent of identical twin births are mirror image. <laughs>
2: even though right. we're not taking some more.
1: <laughs> number nine, uh, oh, uh, your sister is back.
3: Hey,
0: sister.
3: Oh. All right, so we're, we're going- Welcome back.
0: Thank you. Oh, she's, a, she's a doctor, we're going to let her answer the rest. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, all right, you guys can- uh, Whatever pick. she
0: says, we go with.
1: <laughs> all right, number nine. Which of these is not a type of twin?
0: A grizzly.
1: Uh, a grizzly, like
3: B, like, uh, the super
1: foundation, the polar yes, body, for the
0: foundation.
1: Which one? I say these?
0: D because I'm that's just the me. We're both
2: I have no concept like what is polar body, but like I'm saying D too because that's a bear. Yeah. But what do you say? I'm gonna say D, but even I feel like. You know, like I don't even know the, the other two terms super fecundation and polar body. Like, I'm imagine polar body being um, some part of some cell or a game eater or, or, mm-hmm. or a zygote or something. But grizzly sounds like that doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense. But now I'm like, I'm gonna have to be getting on Google after this. <laughs> like, Look up twin stuff,
4: right? The answer is D grizzly is not a type of twin. What's
2: the answer? Do you, do you can, you, can you see it? You're we're all we're all right. We're all right. You're right. You're right. We're all right. right.
1: There's no such thing as grizzly twins. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, Are grizzly. they
2: unattractive? What is that grizzly right. about?
1: <laughs> Maybe the attitude. <laughs> oh, no, at that's the same. three terms. <laughs> all, right. Uh, all right. Here's the final question. Uh, true or false? Twins can have different birthdays, and I'm not referring. To
0: true. True. We say true.
1: true. True. Yeah, we say true.
4: Yeah. Uh, the answer is true. While it is extremely rare, it is possible to birth one twin days, weeks, or even months before the other. The current record is twins born 87 days apart. The first twin was born four months premature.
3: That's
2: and I was just thinking about one twin born at 1130 and the other one born at 1201. Yes, right. they, just, they just scared me. Out of me. Like, I, ain't, I ain't never heard telling that twins could be. 30, 30.
3: Ooh, Lord. You know right. Right?
2: I, I, there was there was a um, a friend of mine, his sister had twins and somebody had to be delivered like, it was like a two or three month difference. And yes. it happens. It, I mean, there's all kinds of pathology or things mm-hmm. that can go on with the placenta, depending mm-hmm. on the, the babies and what's going on for them. Wow. Uh, and you may have to deliver one. I mean, if you need to be in a good center that does that. Um, because, you know, because we also hear of the stories of where a twin gets lost and doesn't get all, get doesn't get to the other side of the journey with its sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm imagining, you know, in a place where someone might have had, you know, depending on what kind of resources they were availed or how quickly they noticed when maybe one baby wasn't moving like the other baby or just mm-hmm. whatever. That's, it, it takes that. You have to be in good care and people really attentive to something happening for one, not happening for the other. Because I, I think one of the saddest cases I was sort of a part of like I actually couldn't go talk to the lady for a little while. Is that she hadn't been able? She was working hard, hadn't been able to get the kind of prenatal, comfortable prenatal care. And at mm-hmm. some point when she came for some visit, one of the babies was gone, and oh. I don't even think she had realized it. And mm-hmm. um, and so, so she when she was young, and so she you know so she had to deal with and her the, the one child she had was two, and so she's got to deal with this kind uh-huh. of lost so young uh-huh. and i remember even that night i was supposed to go consent her because they were going to do a c-section for both babies the next day and i was like i i was like i can't talk to her i, to talk to her so it just, I was i was it, i felt it so deep in my my soul really? I was, that I was like it was as a mother and as a twin I as felt a twin like, man. yeah because and they were just she was just so young like i don't think she was 25 and i'm just like thinking of myself at 25 like Having to take in that kind of whatever, Oh, you
3: know, mm-hmm. but yeah, but there are um, good
2: stories because a good friend of mine, like I said, his his sister had, and he and the, the uncle would go down for one birthday, then go back down to whatever for the second. Birthday oh wow! Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's, <laughs> that's
3: funny. Wow.
1: Now, um, I I have to uh, before we you know, say goodbyes and stuff like that, I'm going to get into what everybody's up to. And I'm gonna start off with Renee and Michelle. You guys are both writers and you published some books and you have with you. Uh you have it with you, right? Yeah. You
0: sure? sure. Well, this one is called one. Oh, sorry. The first one was Have You Ever? And it's just a cute little book mm-hmm. about let kids be kids. And we can read a little bit if you want. Um yeah. just a cute little rhyme. Yeah, sure. like, Have you ever seen a frog as big as a horse? Would he gallop and jump or just rivet of course? Have you ever seen a star with no point on the ends? Would you rush to make a wish or wait and count to 10? So it's just cute little rhymes like that that maybe kids may think about. And then the other one, the second one we did was um, how kids should act in church. And we put Mm -hmm. act in quotes. Because um, if you go to church and especially, I guess, um, when people, when parents bring their kids and they're little, they may get restless and, you know, maybe cry or they might want to get out their seat. And sometimes other people who don't have their kids or have smaller kids may look at them or kind of judge them. Eye. Yeah. So it's it's kind of just a way to say they're OK. They're kids and they want to be kids. Let them be kids. But remember that as adults, we're not perfect either. So it's kind of just mm-hmm. let the kids be kids and it's okay. And I think if they're and at the end of the book, it says, don't worry about anything that happens because it's going to happen next Sunday. Yeah. So <laughs> it's going to happen no matter what. So just, just let them be and they'll be okay.
1: Nice. Thank yes. you. All right. And uh, how can people get a copy of both? book? Oh,
0: they're both available on, on uh, Amazon, and you can look up either of our names, Michelle or Renee Campbell. That's or... Michelle with one L, oh, yes. M-I-C-H-E-L-E. <laughs> yes. yes, and Renee uh, with two E's at the end and an accent, accent mark. <laughs> but have you ever and how kids should act in church? But um, you can follow us on social media. I have a couple. Um, my pencil writes mm-hmm. or RDC Art by Design, and we're. For the any books that we publish, we're a twin bang production, so you can look it up that way and check us out.
1: <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And Dana, um, you are a stand up comedian who is spizzy. So <laughs> Uh, do we have anything on the horizon that we should be on the lookout
2: for? No, thanks you guys for asking. So tomorrow night I'm helping to raise money for cancer. Uh follow me on Instagram. And literally it's right there. Oh, it is right there. I try to keep my handle up. You guys, the best way to catch me is on Instagram. So I have a Thursday show. Saturday, I have a big show. Um, um loons and Toons. I am the headliner. I'm excited. Um on the on the headliner. And um you, that one's on Eventbrite, but it too, everything is, in, the link is in my bio um, for anything that I'm doing. But I would love it if people, just anybody listening, because um, I, I went ahead and shared this in my Facebook page so that people can catch a whiff and I'm typing it in over there. Um, but shows on uh, Thursday, and also I host a, po- a co-host a podcast here on StreamYard on Thursday. So Thursday, we've got two things happening, Raising Cancer with Shane. I'm sure you guys have heard of Shane the Comedian. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the show with Shane on Thursday um, on Zoom, 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 and then stream, I'm back here at StreamYard for, with the Therapy of the Absurd for a podcast. We've got a couple of great guests. And then Saturday, I'm your headliner. And I just I feel like um, y'all remember um, Aretha Franklin's song "The Freeway of Love," where she's in the video. Do you see a vision? Anyway, um, anyway, um, that's I am your headliner on right. Oh, I see it on Saturday, um, and it's Loons and Tunes. If you go to Eventbrite right now, you can look up Loons and Tunes. You will see our show. Otherwise, please, you guys, follow me on Instagram, and you'll can find out everything I'm into. And thank you, thank you, Kente. All
1: right. Um, and real quick, the first person in the chat to put. The number, no, uh, let me do it like this: uh,
3: 12 plus 12, right?
1: 24. Hey, 24. Oh. <laughs> All right, uh, 20 plus 20. But we're not competitive, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: we're
1: uh, you uh, another number 20 plus 20 in the chat room, Uh, we'll win uh, a copy of of uh, you, you guys' book.
2: <laughs> Dang it, you guys, um, I want to speak for my sister because it sounds like we're closing out. She is a licensed um, Instagram uh, Instagram instructor, licensed yoga instructor. I just see she popped out. I was looking for her to share this and maybe she'll pop back in as I'm saying it. She is like, I'm Dana Keel with two N's on Instagram. She's Donna Keel 26, which is our birthday, December 26th. We're Capricorns, card carrying. Where she is, she's back. Uh, Keel, I'm trying to tell everybody about your yoga situation and find you on Instagram. But zip it, you tell it. Okay, I'm very excited um, because there are new things afoot. I had done every Sunday in March. I'm needing a little break and I feel like Easter Sunday may be a big thing and I, but above all, I need a little break. So starting April 11th, all the remaining sun from April 11th to the end of April, all the remaining Sundays. I might toe into Saturday um, during the month of April, just trying to figure it all out, but definitely Sundays at 4 o'clock because I have a couple of folks that are so sweet and they come to me, Um, but I do um, my Donna's Yoga, for, Dr. Donna's Yoga for Compassion. Um, and it's a beginner flow, but all levels, all love is what I've put on my Instagram, um, and I mean that. Um, I really do try to be attuned to you know who might be new or so on and so forth. I am finishing up teacher training, so what that means. Sorry, <laughs> didn't expect that. <laughs> uh, so she's finishing it up and uh and it's happening 4 p.m eastern uh, standard time um again follow her on instagram that's on 26 d-o-n-n-a-k-i-e-l 26 um and you can get all the details and so um like she said it's beginner flow I'm trying to take in all all speeds all walks let's see if she's back um and this is uh, a passion project as someone who is a medical doctor obviously trained in and licensed in western medicine but has always had the desire to have a holistic approach and there she's back. <laughs> I was trying to describe oh, says, your.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh oh, freezing! Oh, it's freezing. It's it's okay. uh, there we go. Uh oh. Uh oh. It sounds like someone is doing squirrel nuts, like. This, but, um. So I will big up it again. Uh Donna Kill 26 six, two Twins and Donna uh and Dr. Donna's uh I forgot I, I missed what she said, you guys doctor, but in Dr. Donna's yoga. And um please, please check her out. And uh, same again, I do Dana Kill 26. I mean Dana Kill, not 26, all the comedy, all the yoga between the two of us. All right.
0: Oh, it's cute. And I forget to forgot to mention mine, but mine is uh Miss Creation. So it's M Y S Shells creations and Instagram or Facebook um, and I you know show my art and Renee and I also recently started teaching um, art to kids so we have draw with Nay and Shell um, you can find us on Instagram Facebook yeah. uh, and um, MRDC art by design so that's like to design the jewelry and any other art um, my pencil writes s Y L on Instagram website is my pencil spelled out pencil writes um that wordpress and I think that's it
2: for now <laughs> for now <laughs> when is you guys' birthday i know we're getting out of here when is you guys' birthday i'm curious
0: august 31st
2: Oh, okay. So y'all are y'all are y'all Libras? You're not Leos. You're no, Leos. no,
0: no. We're
2: Virgos. Oh, oh, I always mess that I always mess up the fall sign. Sorry about the Virgos in the building. Sorry. Yes. And like Capricorn. It's August 31st. I'm gonna remember that.
0: They saved the best for last, but we're the last day of summer. So <laughs> yeah. nice. also amazing. um it's
2: uh apparently the most babies are born in September. So you guys are right in that. Okay. Uh, that is apparently the month of september is said to be when the most uh we think that they think that people everybody got pregnant uh new year and had babies you know but i saw that uh that the most birthdays are in september like september is uh i, I would say that definitely in the states maybe around the world but that the most birthdays are in the month of september so you guys are right there somebody somebody
0: Christmas. Christmas night. But the best ones were born in August, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am.
1: Yes, ma'am. Did, did, your friend, did your friend Yolanda uh, own either one of those two books? She did better. She does, she own, does she own either one of those two books? Yolanda, Yolanda. I probably
0: gave her copies at the time because she has a younger son, so I probably autographed a copy. I don't, if I remember correctly, um, because we wrote. Have you ever in 2015 16? Yeah. And how kids should act in 2019. Yeah, so we have more to come, but um, but
1: well, the reason so, I asked, yeah, ask she probably me first. So that means, yeah, Olaf. oh, and then he Olaf said for LOL 40. <laughs> yeah, so Olaf, they bring us in
0: the, the number. Yes. oh, the number. Yeah.
1: So, uh, Olaf, we'll get you the copy, Olaf. Um, all right, That's so, so you can get me at Kente F on Twitter. You can get me at Kente Ferguson on Instagram. And of course, the website is indyradio.org. That's I N D Y radio.org. Next week, we'll be back with a new episode uh, at our same time, Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Uh, next week's show is called uh, Relationship Failures. So Ooh. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm
0: single, so I'll just listen to this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we'll uh this should be a good one uh everybody have a great rest of your week and god bless you.
0: thank you for having us you're awesome
2: thank you for having us
1: all right you Bye guys